that that's something to look forward to. Did you know about these things before you were pregnant? Or? No, that was actually my first time that I like, you know, S Q U I R T. Oh, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> so it's real. You. It's real. All her hats got Yankee signs, Nike checks on all her kicks. She don't never take no lines, have the one, two, four, five, six. Says she live in Marble Hill, but she chill at Pelham Bay. No hellos or how you feels, all her friends say get okay. Bronx made, 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 Bronx made. Welcome to Bronx Girl at Heart, a space where we explore harsh truths about growing up in our 20s and show love to our past while looking towards our future. My name is Bronx Girl at Heart, aka Alanis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the podcast. I am super excited today because I have a special guest who we'll introduce in a bit, but she's a baker an icon, someone that I know from high school, and she's a young mother, which you may hear some baby noises today, but that's fine because mommy's on the clock and it's okay. The baby is like our third, I guess our second co-host for the day. So I am very excited. But before we get to introducing our guests, we are going to do our sound off as we typically do. Today's sound off will be a bit different. We're going to use an online randomizer that has a few different sound off options. Our first question is, how do I feel about a 10 year high school reunion? A 10 year high school reunion? Hmm. That sounds a little crazy to me. Wait, when would it be 10 years? So I graduated in 2017. So 10 years would be 2027 right now we're in 2023 i mean i think in in four years i could get it together i think it would be cute i'm down for a 10-year high school reunion as long as i feel like i'm accomplished and where i want to be if i don't feel like where i want like where i want to be i might just go ghost like i might not pull up i don't know um but i i just want to be able to catch up with everybody and be in a good headspace. So I think that would be a cool idea. Let me know, guys, if you guys would do a 10-year high school reunion or if you guys would skip out. If that's something you would do, DM me and let me know. Maybe that could be like, I don't know. Like maybe we could do a reunion on the podcast because I've already had LR I went to high school with. We had another person that I went to high school with, Antonia, on here. And today we have the third person. So... I don't know. We might just have to do a podcast high school reunion. I feel like I want to do another sound off topic. I was going to do one, but let's do one more. These are fun. Okay. Men should always pay for everything when dating a woman. I agree. I agree with this wholeheartedly. I think when, I don't know if it's so men and men and women. I think whenever you're pursuing somebody, like you're trying to get that person I think you should pull out all the stops. So it's money, 
it's like all the love languages. Like it should be gifts. It should be quality time. You should you should do it all if you're trying to pursue that person because there's always a pursuer. And I feel like typically with men and women, it tends to be men. So if you want something, then you got to take out, you know, take out some money. We got to spend some time together. You have to make me laugh. You have to do all of it. I, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it. Let's do one more sound off. This is fun. I was expecting to do one and I'm doing three. But third time's a charm. So should you abort the baby if the baby daddy doesn't want the child? Oh my gosh, there's a baby on set. The baby might have to cover their ears. Let me read that again because that's a wild question. Should you abort the baby if the baby daddy doesn't want the child? Why would you put... And first of all, I'm pretty sure that was LR who put that question there. And I'm just like, why? I found it on the shade room. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our producer said he found it on the shade room. If the baby daddy don't want the child, I think that's a personal decision. Like anytime, if you are a young boy out there, a young man, whatever you guys are calling yourselves, and you lay with a woman, like ultimately the woman has the final say over their body. I I think it's a woman's choice because they have to carry the child for how many months in their stomach. So it's really, I think it's more of a, it's a logical thing, but it's also how you feel. Like I can't, I can't imagine how it feels to carry a child in your womb. So it depends. Like, I don't know. Like you may think like, oh yeah, I would abort it. I would do that. But then once you have, the pregnancy, then it's a whole different situation. So I would have to be in that situation, but I think it's ultimately the mother's choice. And if you are a man out there, you have to know that anytime you lay with a woman, like she has final say over her body. So if there's a pregnancy, like you have no say in that. You could give your input, you could give your suggestions, but it's ultimately her body. Period. That was a fun little randomizer sound off segment. Let me know if you guys want me to keep doing it like that. That was very fun for me. Now we are going to get to the guest introduction. We have our guest right here and our, our, we have one and a half guests. So you can start introducing yourself. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. So happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we usually ask our guests to just say their names and what borough they're from or what where their hometown is and your socials. Oh, I was about to say no, not my social security. No, not your social security, girl. <laughs> your your IG account, Twitter, whatever you use. Bet. <laughs> okay. Um, we all went to high school together. Um, I'm from Brooklyn. I live in New Jersey. Um, I bake cakes. My Instagram is K-A-Y-A-I-K-O-K-I-K-O. My other Instagram is Kate's Cakes. And yeah. Yay. It's so exciting. I actually just, I think I've tried your baked goods and stuff before in high school, but Caitlin just did a cake for me for my birthday, for my 24th birthday. That was so freaking <laughs> good like it was so good it was red velvet and cream cheese icing I believe that's what it was I don't know the difference between frosting and icing right now but 
It was so good. It was a black cake. It was a heart. It was really cute. I had a joint birthday. Like, you guys should have really been there. Like, it was really cute. (laughs) But, yeah, the cake definitely topped it off. And I think I tried, like, maybe cupcakes from you in high school. Mm -hmm. But this was, like, my first time in a long time. And it tasted really, really good. Yeah, I'm stepping my game up. (laughs) Yeah. So, I want to ask you a little bit. I want to ask you a lot. Like, I want to ask you about... Being a mother at a young age, I want to ask you about your baking business and just learn about any other passions that you have or whatever you have going on. Um, So we have a lot of a lot of things to talk about. However, I always break the ice with Casa Confessions. I don't know if you know how this goes, but I'll just break it down to you. So I'm. Well, you might as well introduce yourself. She wants to be heard. We have we have Stella, Stella here yeah, today. Say hi, Stella. <laughs> oh no, she don't want to talk to y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a a little mini co-host here who will be, you know, a little nice little cute little background noise. That's fine. Okay. So yeah, as I was saying, four to six mouth to out of pocket questions, and if you don't want to answer a question then you would have to take a shot of Casamigos. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. We have our Casamigos right here. We have some chasers available. Are you like, there's some people that don't do chasers. Like, I'm a chaser girl. You're a chaser person? Okay. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have lemonade and we have apple juice. Do you have a preference? Do you want both? I'll do the lemonade. Okay, let's do lemonade. We got to get that ready. Our producer is getting everything all set up for you guys. Um, well, it's just you because Stella's not drinking I today, know. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first question. Are you ready for the first question? Yeah. What is the most uncomfortable slash awkward part about pregnancy, SEX, because there's a baby here, that <laughs> no one talks about? Um cover ears (laughs) it's definitely they say you get wetter when you're pregnant and that that was definitely like surprising to see and I'm like wait a minute I've known this guy for like three years four years and like I just get aroused even more so you were getting more turned on yeah and then during the act, you were getting more... It was more slip and slide action. Yeah, and I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> okay. And, and you don't feel like it was because... Did the pregnancy make you more emotional? Did you like him more? Or no? I think it was just the hormones. And okay. coming back to the hard time that we had, I guess us going back to a good place, it was like, yeah, I can get used to this. <laughs> okay. Wait, so we got we got some glasses here. What did you do here? Did you mix it up? <laughs> okay. I don't even know what's happening. Is this just lemonade? Yeah, it's just lemonade. We got LR acting as a bartender <laughs> as well. He's bringing us the shots. Okay, so if anyone out there is pregnant currently or <laughs> debating getting pregnant, like, you know, you get a little a little more slip and slide action when you're pregnant. Yeah. Then. <laughs> that's that's something to look forward to. Did you know about these things before you were pregnant? Or? No, that was actually my first time that I like 
you know, S Q U I R T. Oh. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so it's real. You It's real. Okay. It's real. All right. You don't need to take the shot until <laughs> you're ready. You can put it on the table or you can put it on the table. No, I I can hold it. Okay. So All right, that was that was easy. Next, are you a cheater? If so, what were some of your reasons for cheating in the past? Um, I've cheated once initially because because um you know, you get tired of asking for the same things, you know? So it's like if I can't get it from here, you know, I'm probably going to get it from somewhere else. But as I got older, I realized, you know, if you're not happy, just leave. What were the some of the things that you were missing that made you cheat? Um, I guess just quality time. Quality time is everything. Like, you don't need to have money. You don't need to give me any toys, any, um, not toys, any, like, flowers, any gifts. I just want time. And if you can't give me that, like, I'll just get it somewhere else. So the person you cheated on your partner with, were you just looking for the physical from them? Or were you, like, cuddling and having emotional moments with them as well? Um, All of that at first. But then when I realized that, you know, I think it's best that I just leave, I kind of just... The emotional part of, you know, that connection of me and that third party, it just kind of went away because you were just kind of like a, I would say, rebound almost. Okay. I feel like that's why they say, like, women... Some people say that women cheat and it always has to be emotional. Yeah. And it's not really a physical thing most of Mm -hmm. the time. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, definitely. Because... I feel like when a woman leaves, they've already left mentally. Yeah. And it just takes, it's just, you know, it takes that physical um, strength to leave. But you can be mentally done weeks before, months before, even years before. That's facts. Before you even get up and just go. That's facts. Like, women always, like, the breakup for a woman always happened, like, at least a few months back. And then men are always shocked. (laughs) They say, yeah, like, women feel it before and men feel it later. Yeah. Like, in the moment, sometimes they're, like, jerks or, you know, assholes. And then (laughs) a few months later, then they're like, oh, I want you back. All this, all that. And it's like, where were you when I was crying? Right. We could have matched the energy. Yeah. But it's always... Someone's always someone always comes around a little a little too late. I just be like that. Okay. That was a good that was a great answer. My next question is tell a story about a time that you had SEX in public. Um <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know you had a story for this? Like I just knew. I was kind of younger. Let's say like four years ago. Yeah. It was a barbecue at my family's house. Okay. And me and my boyfriend at the time, we were just like, let's go for a walk. And then... (laughs) At the family barbecue? Yes. And there was a park and we just like, you know, took a pit stop. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. And were you, I need to know the ambiance. Like, were you laying down? Were you sitting? Was it standing? What was going on? It was, I was actually like sitting down almost because I was sitting down like we were on the slide. So I didn't want to get like too messy. Okay. Like it's a public space. So, you know. Okay. I was sitting down and then he was like, you know, there. Be quiet. Wait, on a slide? So this was a playground? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think I had a skirt on, a skirt or a dress. I know I was sitting on something. I can't remember. Easy access. Yeah. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) I planned it out. I'm crying. (laughs) All right. Next question. Please provide your best piece of advice for having a successful sneaky link relationship. Um, if you see yourself catching feelings, just distance yourself. You gotta get out. Yeah. But how do you distance yourself? You like block them on everything, delete their number. Um, not really. So I kind of, well, not now but I kind of had something like that and when I caught myself catching feelings um every time that he would try to come over I'm like you know I'm not home or you know just kind of like stall and you know kind of make things up okay so you just make it so you don't end up physically spending too much time and yeah and then eventually you just probably forget about them or you just care less not really (laughs) yeah I would just care less just like back to how we how we used to be. Yeah. And not like catching feelings. Yeah. That makes sense. This is my last question. Every woman has that move. You know? <laughs> so please describe your soul snatching SEX move that's bound <laughs> to make a man keep coming back. I wanna know how you got Stella. definitely eye contact when you're going down so eye contact when you're going down on them yeah and keep it there 100% (laughs) we made it through Casa Confessions you did so good and you didn't have to end up taking a shot do you want to take a shot just for funsies we poured it so might as well let's take it Oh my god. Oh, and this of course this is Stella, the pizza is coming. LR yes. shots are like crazy. Oh, we're waiting for pizza. I know. It's this a, is like it's a party like here. A it's a pizza party. <laughs> no, he put a whole bottle. He put it's a, whole, like a bottle whole bottle in, in a shot glass. Cup. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-mm. Why would you pour the shot like that? I didn't Lord. even finish mine. <laughs> I oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. I'm going to regret that. Oh, God. Well, that was great. I feel loose. I feel ready. Now I'd love to get into our conversation about balancing your passions as a young mother and just balancing motherhood and chasing your dreams and your career goals. So to get started, let's take it back. What made you want to start baking? Um, so I did start in high school. You know, mm-hmm. fundraising and stuff like that. And I was like, these are cute. Like, you know, they taste good. The little, I, I remember it was Valentine's Day, like the exact order. 
I did the little white hearts on yeah. the top of the cupcakes. I was like, these look cute. You know, I could do something like this. So I just started practicing and doing stuff for family, friends. And I was like, I could, I could do something, you know? I didn't realize high school was when you started. I thought that was always something you did. No. That's really cool. <laughs> Um, how did you know that making cakes would be a good business venture for you? Um, at the time, I was working in a kitchen. So I was like, well, yeah. if I'm working in a kitchen and I'm at home, I can, you know, bake and stuff like that. You know, it's just my, it's just what I like to do. It's kind of like a hobby that just turned into a business. Isn't that the best when you can make money doing something that you love? Like, that's yeah. probably, like, the goal for a lot of us. Yeah, so what, I guess, what motivates you every day now that you're a mother? And obviously, you know, there's all types of things that come into our lives and maybe distract us. Like, what motivates you every day to keep working on yourself and working on your business? Um, well, besides the money, <laughs> but it's definitely the growth that I've yeah. seen in myself. Yeah. So um, the people that has been following me, you know, they've seen the growth. They've seen, you know, the negatives, the bad cakes that I've made, the, the remakes that, you know, turned out really good the second time. So it's just the growth. Everyone has growth. And when you, when you realize that you can grow, and that you can be successful, you know, that's all you need to motivate yourself. Yeah. I agree. Oh, Stella. <laughs> Wait, so so what are the what are the remakes? Like have people asked you, like, I don't like this, make it again? Is that what you're um, talking about? So for instance, one of my first um two-tier cakes. Okay. It's like two cakes, one cake on top, um, a bigger cake on the bottom. So like sometimes like there's a certain structure that you have to have, like, you know, the the boba tea straws and, you know, you have to make sure you have like a um, a base, a second base. And my first time around, I didn't know. So like the uh. top cake fell into the second cake and oh, no. it was just a whole mess. And I was so sad. <laughs> And they're like, I'm not paying for this. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't blame you. And then, you know, the second time around, someone asked me for another cake like that. And I'm like, oh, God. But then as I'm searching up, I'm like, you know, something has to be done. Some there, There's a right way to do this. Yeah. And I looked at, you know, how to do this, how to do that. And when I when I did it. It actually looked pretty good. It was a little slanted, but I was <laughs> like, you know, we could work on that. And then the more I made it, the more I realized, you know, the bottom tier has to be straight. I need to have the right structure so the cake can stand tall and, you know, the right packaging. So everything good has to turn has to come into place so I can have a good cake and, you know, I make my own buttercream now. I used to buy it. Make everything so, from scratch, period. Yeah. So definitely, like, progress. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Bring me back to that moment when the client was like, 
I'm not paying for this. Like, how does that feel? That must feel like a punch to the gut. <laughs> um, at first, at that moment, I'm like, I spent, I think I was like 18. And I'm like, I spent literally my whole check, like buying the supplies and, you know, getting stuff for the cake and buying the, the flour, the sugar, like, you know. And I'm like, I have nothing now. But then, you know, I'm like, put it in my shoes, you know. How well did I actually make this cake? How well did I really decorate this cake? And, you know, if this was my baby shower, because it was for a baby shower. Yeah. I'm like, if this was for my baby shower, like, you know, how would how would I feel? How Like, would I be happy with it? And I'm like, not really. So then I'm kind of just like, you know, it is what it is. I'll just take the loss. And... That was basically it. But what you just described was like a great business owner, in my opinion, because you empathize with the customer yeah. and you were able to see like where they're coming from. The pizza. So, even though you made a mistake, you still did right by them and you didn't charge them, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you feel like being a young mother, as we spoke about before, you're a young mother to a beautiful little girl. Do you feel like that has influenced your work ethic? Um, a hundred percent. Even before her, you know, my work ethic was like top tier. Like you couldn't you couldn't catch me calling out of work. You couldn't catch me laying in bed. But I think now with her, you know, I have to train her to well, not train her, but I have to raise her to you know go for what you want and you know we'll have off days you know we can rest we can hang out or whatever but you know work for what you want and now it's a little easier because sometimes like you know she'll help me like put you know little stuff on the cake oh that's right she can help you now but yeah i think the first few months was the hardest um because she couldn't talk so she's like crying and I'm like, I got like four <laughs> cakes. I got like four cakes to make, you know, and I got like three hours to make this cake. And, you know, the t- like two of those three hours I have to, you know, be a mom. So definitely timing and just everything comes into play. Yeah. And I feel like you're really good with your time management, even though you're a mom. Like, how do you balance being a mother and then all the things you have to do how do you know what to prioritize um definitely getting a lot of things ready a day before maybe a couple days before the Mm -hmm. night before even a couple hours before just knowing you know okay I have this amount of time and I have to sometimes I give myself like a little bit extra like I tell myself okay if I have three hours let's get everything done in one hour so that extra two hours I can figure out what else I need to get done yeah I remember I think two years ago my first Valentine's Day like big orders my time management was out the window like I was waiting I was dressed for our Valentine's Day dinner and I'm still dipping strawberries. And I'm like, no, people are on their way. I can't leave them. But it's all about planning out, making sure you have your supplies, making sure that, you know, 
once you have your supplies and once you have everything planned out, okay, from 8 to 10, I'm going to decorate. From 10 to 12, I'm going to box, pack, you know, bake, ice the cupcakes or, you know, dip the strawberries. Once you have a plan, once you have something to work around, then, you know, you'll be successful at your time. Yeah, those are that's some great advice. And my next question was like, do you have any tips for any young mothers in your situation trying to balance a career, or trying to chase a goal while raising a baby? Um, Definitely involve them. Whatever you do, like even if it's even if they think they're mixing cupcake mix <laughs> or even if you they think that they're, you know, doing whatever, just. If you involve them, they're so happy. Like <laughs> that's true, and you can like it's kind of like killing two birds with one Literally. stone. Like they they get to help you, and you know they're happy while doing it because they're like they feel like they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like young moms are winning? Like if you had the opportunity to change the past with having your baby and having a pregnancy at a young age, would you do that? Um. Because it's not easy. It's not. But to be honest, you know, sometimes she makes it, she makes it, you know, she's the reason. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I feel like it's all up to you. Mm -hmm. It's all up to you if you want to push and motivate yourself. But when you have a kid, after you have a kid, it's not just you. So you have to think about your kid. You have to think about what's best for her, what's best for him, or, you know, what what's best for that kid, what's best for that baby. Well said. Are there any myths that people have about young moms that you feel like you want to debunk or, like, that people have told you and you're like, that's not true? Well, I've heard it a lot. Uh, once you have a kid, like, your life stops. Like, it doesn't. Um. Okay, good to know. Just just make sure your kid is as lit as you, because <laughs> I take Stella everywhere, <laughs> except to clubs. Good, good to know. So you can still have fun and Definitely. keep your life going after having a hundred percent. As long as you prioritize your kid before anything, mm -hmm. then you know everything else is easy. Mm -hmm. That's some really good advice. Okay, bringing it back to your business, what are some fears that you had when you first started your baking business, if any? Um, definitely the next step. So, like, um, I used to buy, like, you know, the buttercream and, you know, and I'm like, what if I make it myself and it's not as good? Mm -hmm. And I've had a little, like, bad recipes, but once you keep trying, you're like, oh, I could really do this, you know? This is this can work out. Okay. So I think the fear of moving up. Yeah. But then once you do it, you realize it's not that scary. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate to, even if you're a baker, if you are in tech, whatever it is. Like, once you get to that next step, it's not that scary because you're already there as long as you put mm -hmm. one foot in front of the other. Yeah, 100%. So what is like the end goal for you? What is success for you in your baking business? Do you have any goals like five year goals, 10 year goals? What's next? Um, 
five years from now, I definitely want to have some like baking slash culinary like school experience under my belt. Everything is like home, like self-taught. Yeah. So I kind of want to do a few classes and see what those classes can teach me. Hopefully within 10 years, I can do, I, I want to open my bakery. Yes. And I think you can do that. Let's manifest that. Yes. To Caitlin's Bakery. <laughs> I woo, I see it. I feel it. I, I think you can do it. And I think it will be so cute too. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you saying, I feel like I remember you saying you wanted to open a bakery in high school. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was so, it was such a recent passion for you, but you already knew since then. I've kind of like tried to push it away some like in some situations, you know, not every not every encounter is good. And I'm like, man, I can't do this anymore. But every time I make a like, you know, every time I have a good encounterment, I'm like, oh, man, I can't stop. Like I, I have to keep baking. I have to keep doing what I like, what I love. You have to, because first of all, it tastes so good. Like you can't. <laughs> You can't, you know, block the people from experiencing your good cakes. Okay, so something I always do when I'm wrapping up a conversation with a guest is I always ask if there's any harsh truths that they learned, either through this conversation that we had or in recent years. And I feel like you being a young mother, you probably learned so many harsh truths. So is there one that you'd love to share with the audience today? Um... Do things for yourself, by yourself. The more you rely on someone, the more you feel like you always have to rely on someone. Mm. The more you do things for yourself, the more independent you feel. And it's okay to feel like, okay, maybe I do need some help, but there's nothing like getting things by yourself. There's nothing like getting things on your own. Facts. That, that was so well said. I feel like... <laughs> I agree with what Caitlin said 100%. Like, no one can go as hard for you as you would for yourself. Like, exactly. always have your own back first. And obviously, it would be great if people can gift us things or if people can put us in certain places. But it'll always feel better when you do the groundwork yourself and you're the one who gets yourself mm -hmm. to the next level. Like, because then no one can say, like, you are there because of me. Yeah. Like, it's all... It's all you, girl. Period. I love that. Okay. I would love for you to plug your baking business one more time, just in case people didn't hear it the first time. Yes. Kate's Cakes. Kate's dot cakes on Instagram. Yes. You guys know where to find her. She does all types of cakes, and they taste amazing. She baked me a cake for my 24th, and it was so, so good. Before you leave... We love doing a song of the pod. Do you have a song that you've been feeling lately that we can play to just lead everyone out to? Um, definitely love language. Love My language. SZA. There's a few love language songs. Oh, by SZA. Yeah. Period. And LR, our producer, actually recently went to a, a SZA concert. So we're going to have SZA lead us out. And... Thank you for coming, Caitlin. I'm You're so welcome. happy that I got to have this conversation with you. And yeah, we'll catch you guys at the next one. This was a great show. 
Bye, guys. Yeah.